Hello, everyone, and welcome to End of the Line. I'm Jim Anderson, Multimedia Content Director for Engineering.com. On today's show, think you know ISO 9001? In manufacturing, there was a time when quality had a very simple definition, keep the customer happy. Now that meant that quality was a moving target. Every customer had a different definition of the term and that definition depended heavily on external criteria like how much they paid for the product and how fast they needed it. That old fast, cheap, or good triangle, well, that was literal. You could have any two of those three. Statistical process control and the ideas of pioneers like Joseph Duran and W. Edwards Deming, well, they were known, but they're applied by very few corporations, notably Western Electric and the Bell System. Now, everyone else, including large corporations in the auto industry, well, they flew by the seat of the pants and it showed in the product. When the Japanese took the auto industry by the throat in the 1970s, well, things changed. Judging by the number we see on the roads, more and more people are turning to the Japanese for their transport. One result was an explosion of quality standards and quality management systems, particularly in the automotive and aerospace industries. If you were a tier one supplier to the big three, for example, you frequently had to operate and demonstrate compliance to a different system for each customer. Enter the Geneva-based International Organization for Standardization. The ISO formed a global focal point for a consensus-based set of standards that are widely used in business management worldwide. So much so that the ISO 9001 standard will thus become a sort of good housekeeping seal of approval for American manufacturing. But how many really understand what ISO 9001 is? ISO 9001 is a quality management standard. Now that's a different thing from a manufacturing quality standard. 9001 has been applied to every kind of business from manufacturing to services, governments, and even nonprofits and charities. ISO 9001 and in fact all ISO quality management standards are based on seven fundamental principles. One, customer focus. Two, leadership. Three, engagement of people. Four, process approach. Five, improvement. Six, evidence-based decision-making. And seven, relationship management. Now these are all characteristics of good companies in manufacturing and in any other industry too, but when you really think of it, one thing is quite striking. They're not about making good parts, good assemblies, or good products. It's possible and does happen that ISO 9001 certified and compliant companies make bad parts. They may follow sound management procedures, listen to their customers, use logical evidence-based decision-making processes, and still make a lousy product. It will be a well-characterized, well-tracked, and well-understood product, but a bad one nonetheless. What a 9001 compliant corporation should be able to do, however, is to clearly define customer expectations, understand them at an organic level, and react in a sensible and repeatable way when things go wrong. That's equally true for a leaky pipe in the office sprinkler system as it is for an out-of-tolerance concentricity in a machine bearing race. If your small business is looking at ISO 9001, well, there are plenty of consultants out there who will make a compelling pitch for certification. And certification will likely improve your business, but if your production equipment is worn out, poorly maintained and indifferently operated, well, that won't change by hanging a plaque on the conference room wall. It's like baseball. You can build a great organization with a strong front office, good coaching, and a loyal fan base. But if your pitchers can't hit the strike zone, you're not going to the World Series. Certification will make your business better, but that's not always the same thing as making your products better. Thanks for listening to today's episode of End of the Line. Tune in again next time.